I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, happy Thursday and welcome back to the news du jour. Um, My husband and I went and saw our baby yesterday and we did what's called an anatomy scan where they can detect up to about 80% of birth defects, or at least this is according to my OB. And it was really exciting news because even though we didn't get a close look at the heart, which was one of the main things we needed to look at because um, I have heart problems and um, he likely, he he has an increased chance of having those same heart problems that I had from birth. Um, but other than that, other than not being able to see his heart, everything was healthy. And so I'm just so relieved to have gotten that news. This has been kind of hanging over me. I've been nervous and, you know, just praying that he's healthy and that everything's coming along great. Also, the sneak peek test that we did isn't foolproof. Um, So sometimes it gives you false reads, especially if you have men who live in your house or male pets. And I have one of each of those. So I was a little bit nervous that it had read as a boy because of them. Um, But yeah, long story short, we got it confirmed that he is a little boy. So it was really great to see him and see his little face and um, anywho, I'm just super happy that everything went really well. Wanted to give you guys that update. Um, we also are now broadcasting this podcast in 60 different countries, which is just blowing my mind. Um, we added, I think, three or four, at least, maybe five, since the last time I gave you guys an update. And again, I'm not going to read all of them because it's just gotten to be too many. But 60 different countries is something I never expected. So I wanted to say thank you in particular to our larger international audience. And I also wanted to note, you know, 97% is still here in the U.S. So we are pretty much a U.S.-based podcast, but it's cool to see so many international listeners coming to listen in here as well. We hope we're doing all the news stories justice. So if you guys have a different perspective, definitely be sure to hit us up at the email address in our show notes or through our, through social media. Now, without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into the news for the day. So a migrant boat has capsized off the coast of Florida. So dozens of people are now missing at sea and the U.S. Coast Guard is trying its best to locate those who attempted migration through the Florida Straits over this past weekend. If they are still in the water, they are without food drinking water, cold, and swimming constantly. The odds are not good at this point to find anyone alive, but they're still looking like crazy and hoping to find some survivors. 
What happened was a man operating a commercial fishing boat saw a 25-foot boat capsized in the water. Then he noticed a survivor and rescued that man out of the water. That man then needed to be hospitalized for both dehydration and sun exposure. The man told the U.S. a harrowing story of 39 people climbing into a little ship in the Bahamas on Saturday night with no life jackets. They braved an extreme cold front, up to 9-foot waves, and 23-mile-per-hour winds. This was pretty clearly part of a smuggling operation gone awry. You see, the Bahamas can often serve as a sort of go-between spot for Haitians who are trying to immigrate to the U.S. These efforts have been intensifying since Haiti's presidential assassination and natural disaster combination. But Cubans and Dominicans are also attempting the same journey to our southern shores. Once they're here, though, their life doesn't immediately get easier. They still have to evade Border Patrol and attempt to make a life here with no papers and often very little to their name. It's a perilous journey that I wouldn't wish on anyone. Let's hope that they are able to find some of these people soon and alive. And next up for today, a Syrian prison is raided by a resurgence of ISIS. We thought ISIS in Syria was pretty well snuffed out during the Trump era. So why are we hearing about them again right now? Well, it seems that they are actually resurging in Syria and have overtaken a prison in the city of Haska where thousands of ISIS men being held. This is particularly bad for the U.S. as well because we actually backed the Kurdish fighters who were protecting the prison trying to keep ISIS out with armored vehicles, helicopters, and airstrikes. So the fact that we lost kind of makes the U.S. look a little bit incompetent in the process. Not to mention that now thousands of ISIS fighters are back out on the streets to continue to plot against the United States as well as their own people. Videos have been released of men lined up to leave the prison, 700 of which were boys who were obtained due to their family's involvement with ISIS, and the Kurdish men who are protecting the prison are now being housed inside. It's just not a good situation and something we definitely want to keep an ear on. Stay tuned. So for our last story for today, I want to give you guys a quick update on Russia and Ukraine. So remember how I told you guys that Russia has listed out some demands for the U.S. in order to get them to kind of back off of Ukraine? Well, first of all, Russia has now moved about 25,000 more troops onto the Ukrainian border. So things are intensifying. And secondly, the U.S. decided to write them back. (laughs) Yes, they sent a letter 
to Russia. And as of right now, this letter is confidential between the two power players. But U.S. representatives have said that the letter creates a, quote, diplomatic path forward, end quote, and that we believe in, quote, Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity and the right of states to choose their own security arrangements and alliances, end quote. So it sounds like they are holding firm on the main tenets of this debate. However, if they are genuinely offering a, quote, diplomatic path forward, end quote, then they likely would have to make some concessions to the Kremlin, one would think. And that's probably what they are kind of currently keeping quiet on to see if he will bite. Putin is unpredictable at the end of the day, so we will just have to wait and see what he thinks of this secret proposal in the coming days. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, find what sparks the light in you and use it to illuminate the world. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfree media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website www.sugarfreemedia.co Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour Broadcasting from Oh, oh.